Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good day and welcome. We are glad to have you today. Good show coming up today. We're going to have uh, Donald Driver is going to be joining us. We're going to chat with him about uh, about a, a decade ago. And what it was like in the run to the Super Bowl and maybe in comparison, maybe there's a parallel here with the team that uh, is currently uh, questing into the uh, the postseason and hopefully uh, the Green Bay Packers with the bye week. Now, remember, I mean, the, the distinction between those two teams are drastically different. First of all, that team... That team had Defensive Player of the Year in Charles Woodson. It had a very young uh, Clay Matthews. It got the best season ever out of uh, A.J. Hawk. Uh, You had an up-and-coming Hall of Fame type of player in Nick Collins. You had young guys back there like Tremont Williams, who was just learning and being being tutored. You had Beef up front and B.J. Raji and Cullen Jenkins and Ryan Pickett and Howard Green and C.J. Wilson. And you had uh, numerous linebackers you went through that year because of injury, including Nick Barnett and company. And then, don't forget, on the offensive side of the football, you had Jordy, you had James, you had Randall, or not Randall, Randall wasn't here yet. You had uh, uh, Greg Jennings, you had Donald Driver, you had Jermichael Finley. I mean, it, it was a different team then. And, uh, by the way, that was the first year of Brian Balaga because he took over for an injured Mark Tauscher as well. So you had some some unbelievable players on that team, and this team is a different makeup. And this team is the number one seed in the NFC. That team had to win the last two just to get in, and then they went on that uh, that magnificent roll after that. So we're going to talk with Donald Driver coming up a little bit later on today uh, about that. So we'll get into we'll get into uh, we'll get into that coming up here in a little while. But uh, today we're going to talk a lot about uh, about obviously the postseason. Get you ready for what's coming up this weekend. So many other things happening, and uh, obviously a tremendous schedule of games. We talked a little bit yesterday about who you would like to face if uh, indeed, say, the Bears get a win, you know, or if indeed 
you would rather face, say, a team like Tampa Bay. Are they capable of coming into Lambeau Field knocking the Packers up, being a warmer weather team, even though Tom Brady is more than accustomed to playing in cold weather and how it kind of goes? So 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in? Go ahead. Feel free to do so. Uh, by the way, like I mentioned, Donald Driver today, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, but Thursday, A.J. Hawk is going to join us. And uh, he is going to be uh, coming on the program. We'll talk with him a little bit about the, the same situation as well. But uh, we're going to talk a lot of Green Bay Packer football today. Leaving off from yesterday, uh, I think, um, was rather interesting. Uh, and we're going to talk with Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette and such today as well. But uh, but I, there, a lot of people chimed in on the Packers and the angst for the Packers. And I, I got to ask the question. Just because. Are you waiting for failure? I mean, I know you're hoping for success, but are you waiting for failure for whatever reason? Or do you not believe that this team, you just flat out believe that this team, you know, can't get it done? That It's just, it's been an interesting 24, 48 hours, I guess. Um, really about 36 hours. Because it seems like there's a lot of you that are, you really want to see this team do well, but you're kind of waiting for failure. And and I don't, um, I don't understand why. I mean, I, yes, you can break it down. You know, you can, you can sit there and say, okay, here's the things that you can look at that say, well, this might cost the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the defense, let's be honest, the defense going into week 16 was ranked 24th against the run we know they're not great against the run they've steadily moved up since shutting down uh derrick henry and obviously montgomery this past week they've done extremely well done extremely well so maybe it's all coming together at the right time but i think there's still a lot of trepidation regarding run defense now regarding the run itself They've gotten better regarding the defense itself. They've gotten better. The Packers produced a remarkable season, both by wins and numbers. 13-3, and three, the number one seed in the NFC. So you start to look at, say, let's go with the top dog, Aaron Rodgers. Unbelievable season. Passer rating of 121.5. First in QBR. Unbelievable sack percentage. I mean, he's just stayed away from from trouble all season long. He's taken what defenses have given him. Aaron Jones, he's he's had an unbelievable year. 1,104 yards, fourth. Yards per attempt, 5.5, which was fifth. Rushing yards per game, Aaron Jones, 78.9, fourth. Rushing touchdowns, nine, 11th. First downs, he had 52. That ranks him 13th. Runs of 20-plus yards, he had six, which ranks him ninth. Runs of 40-plus yards, he had four, which puts him first. Yards from scrimmage, 1459. That ranks him seventh overall as a running back. Offensively, they're really, they're really, really good. So when you look at the defense, you can say, you know what? There's, there are some areas of concern, and I completely understand that. But I don't look at it in the sense of, um, I, I look at it in the sense of we, um, 
you 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 don't need the defense to be top five. You need them to support what the offense is doing. And I think they do that. I think they do that quite well. Now, where we don't know, and we, we won't know until it actually happens, where we don't know right now is, let's say the Packers get down by a couple of scores. What are they going to do? What is their ability to come back? That we don't know. We have seen it in the past, and it, it's, it hasn't been great. It's tough for any team, but for the Packers, that's where you got into the argument of if you had that one more weapon, if you had that one more legit guy, would they have that ability to come back? Although I've got to say, I think what this team has morphed in, it would have made it easier had they had that other guy. But what this team has morphed into, and really Aaron Rodgers has this season as well, is whatever they're giving you, go for it. Whatever they're giving you. If they're giving you 10, take 10. If they're giving you 20, take 20. If they're giving you 3, take 3. Just keep moving the ball. But when you need a two-minute drill late in the game and they got Devontae doubled, you need another guy, not just over the middle, that's going to eat up clock. You need that other guy on the sideline that's really good with that back shoulder or has that ability to go up and get the ball at the apex. Come down with it, get out of bounds. That guy. And we'll see if anybody's morphed into that. But I'm, I'm excited. i, I got to tell you, I'm excited about the, the postseason. I have said all along, why not the Green Bay Packers? And I think uh, Gary Ellerson said it best in the Packers postgame show a couple of weeks ago. They can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody, but they can beat anybody. Most teams that are subpar when it comes to their offense, they're going to beat. But if you've got a team that's on the same plane offensively as them, they may be able to, uh, to nip the Green Bay Packers. And who knows with you know the addition of Snacks Harrison, you're going to get probably Kingsley Kiki back. You certainly hope that he is able to come back. You're going to have, obviously, Kenny Clark, who's playing extremely well right now. You've got a kind of a, a shift going on. Rashawn Gary is playing extremely well. Kamal Martin, Barnes, obviously Kirksey has been playing better. So things are morphing in the right direction. You're just waiting for that next real test. And here's the next question. Can they get through not one but two real tests to get themselves into a Super Bowl? All of that coming up. Stay tuned. Going to go and take a quick break. Going to come back, start to get your reaction, get your phone calls, get your thoughts on all of this. Plenty of things to talk about regarding the Green Bay Packers and their postseason. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We're glad you all with us. So when you look at this Green Bay Packers team, you think to yourself, you know, okay, it's almost like some of you are kind of setting yourself up for failure. We know that. And others are looking at it going, you know what? Why not the Green Bay Packers? There's a there's a mentality out there of, of doom and gloom. And then there's the other side of the coin, which is it's the obvious question. Super Bowl or bust. 
is it Super Bowl or bust for you? Now that they've got the number one seed, Super Bowl, they're probably the, the best home field advantage in football this year, short of maybe Buffalo. But see, a lot of the teams in the AFC are cold-weather teams as opposed to the teams that are in the NFC. The Really, the, the only couple cold-weather teams, the Bears, but they're not playing at home. They would have to come here, but that's if they get a win. And I don't think the, the Bears are really a team to fear. Seattle, Seattle plays in kind of a, a goofy climate that can get cold or icy and nasty. Maybe Washington, you know, Washington's kind of on that cusp. They don't, uh, they're not uh, down in the south. But that's kind of it. So when it comes to the, the, the Super Bowl as far as home field advantage for the postseason, Packers have it. Packers have it. Now, uh, if it's a day like today, it's not going to matter too much, is it? Well, I mean, you look at the temperatures over the next week, they're above average. They're mid to upper 30s. A lot of what you see outside, I shouldn't say a lot, but some of what you see outside is going to be melting away. You're going to start to see more and more pavement. Because it's going to start to uh, going to start to evaporate a little bit. I can already tell today I got up and uh, a lot of the snow, the snow that was on top of my grill, on top of the grill cover, gone. Gone. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Super Bowl or bust for you. Super Bowl or bust for you. We're going to talk about that coming up on Thursday night as well. Don't forget, going to have the uh, Bill Michaels Huddle back, the special postseason look edition. Coming up 6 to 8 Thursday night, it's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. So don't forget to put that on your calendar. But is it Super Bowl or bust for you? 855-830-8648. You want to get a hold of us over there on Twitter? Easy way to do it, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Radio Joe Sports. You can hit him up at Evan Heff 25 or Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass. You've got to Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, and you can look for the blue check mark there. Also, The Real Bill Michaels over on Instagram. There's YouTube. And then just email us, Bill Michaels at BillMichaelsSports.com. And thanks for all of you listening to us on the Radio.com app as well. Always appreciate that. Uh, Justin listening to us in Tomahawk. Says, uh, hey, guys, love listening to the program. Love Packers talk this time of year. That means they're in the postseason and things are optimistic because it's a new season and a new slate. Do you think that this team is capable of getting to the Super Bowl? Question mark. Yes, I do. I feel that this team can beat anybody. Aaron Rodgers is on fire. I'm worried about the bye week cooling them off thoughts. Um, You know, again, we talked about this with even Gary Ellerson the other day during the Green and Gold postgame show. Yeah. You worry about that. You worry about uh, the, the, the team coming out of the bye week. And You go under the Mike McCarthy era, for the most part, it was really, really good. It has not been great coming out of the Matt LaFleur era. As a matter of fact, their worst loss of the season came after the bye week. Remember, they got beat up by Tampa Bay 38-10. to Turn the ball over. Remember all that talk about it wasn't a crisp week of practice. Guys getting back. It was lethargic. Yeah, it worries me. Absolutely. But you look at it from the player's perspective, they get a week off. They get a week to just kind of rejuvenate. They get a week to just watch the other games. They get a week to just kind of start to absorb that postseason energy. By the time they get back to work, you got to be chomping at the bit, right? You got to be fired up. You got to be excited. You you know, you're you're everybody else has got playoff fever. You're now going to be a part of it. You're going to immerse yourself in it. You know? 
you got to be excited about that. So as much as, yes, there is this momentum trepidation that it's not going to continue over through the bye, I also think to myself, you know, if guys go home and do things right and they stay out of harm's way when it comes to COVID, nobody has any any issues, and you get guys like Kingsley Kiki back, you get some of these other players that have been ailing and nursing injuries, they get a week off just to take it easy and feel good. Come in, you get your therapy, you go home, you know, you do a little study. But this is the postseason. This is where you. This is where everything else becomes white noise. You know, this is where your focus should get even more intense. You know, so this is this is that week where I, I'm I'm all in favor of guys getting their bodies back. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Um, this one's from Steve says, absolutely Super Bowl or bust. We need to seize the moment as next year's schedule will have nine or 10 playoff teams on it. TJ says, I mean, 13 and three home field throughout the obvious and only intelligent answer is yes. Super Bowl or bust. Neil says better damn believe it. If the Packers screw this up, then we know that this team is not capable of getting to the Super Bowl. Depending on what they do to screw it up, you would have to then look at management to say, why didn't you fix this or that? Um, Depends on what rears its ugly head if they end up getting knocked out. Is it because of turnovers? Turnovers, you can't predict. Turnovers, you know, injury, you can't predict that. But if, say, you know, they get beat on the run or if – they get down by a couple of scores, and they just don't have anybody that really steps up besides Devontae Adams. Okay, then you get it. You know, if it if it goes back to where Aaron Rodgers is forcing it to Devontae, or you've got you know the 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 middle linebacking core just gets matched up continuously with say slot receivers or linebackers, and they don't have the speed, they don't have the ability to cover, or they don't have the beef up front to be able to to dominate in the trenches, and they keep running, you know, nickel and dime. And, well, then you can look at certain things and say, okay, this is where you screwed up. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. But you got to take it on its own merit. You can't just say, well, they're going to lose because of this. 855-830-8648. This is from Tapakeg. Tapakeg says, yes, Super Bowl or bust this year. They've been on the doorstep far too many times throughout the Aaron Rodgers career. He has got to play like Aaron Rodgers. I said that last night. I said, look, um, for for this team to get to the Super Bowl, things have to happen. I mean, you always have to be good. You have to be lucky. You have to be hot. You have to be healthy. Okay, so you're going to get the week off to get everybody healthy except for um, David Bakhtiari. How much of the loss of David Bakhtiari being felt, we'll wait and see. We talked about that yesterday. Whether or not, say, you know, you knew with Bakhtiari maybe you had that extra second. Well, now if you got to rush it and you get that, you don't have that extra second, maybe that play doesn't develop as, as well. You know, Aaron Rodgers has to force the ball into a tight window, maybe some place that he's not uh, accustomed to or throughout the season and he hasn't had to. Now all of a sudden you're in a little bit more of a hurry-up offense due to the lack of a second that you get because Bakhtiari's over there on that, on that, uh, that blind side. You know, or maybe just pass rush gets to you. Suddenly things change. Maybe the the run blocking isn't the same. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sitting here saying it will be. I'm just simply saying that's one thing that could change things. But you need Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers. The numbers in the postseason, they differ, and people want to point that out. That's fine, but you also play much better 
better competition continuously in the postseason. So you know defenses are going to get better, right? It's not like one week you're playing, um, you know, the Seattle Seahawks Legion of Boom, and then the next week you're playing, uh, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the postseason, you're playing the Legion of Boom almost every week. You're playing good defenses. So if you get, uh, let's say, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's good defense. Next week after that, let's just say New Orleans gets a win. New Orleans comes in here, you're playing a good New Orleans defense. Or the Rams defense really good. You know, you're talking about all these defenses that are ranked in the top five, top top seven. So, yeah, it's 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 a different – I expect the numbers to go down. I expect defenses to have um, better pursuit, better pressure, better run-stopping ability, better secondary. Yeah, I expect all of that. That's why you, you look at this and say, okay, Aaron Rodgers needs to be Aaron Rodgers, and the defense has to be able to support that and play consistently. What you can't have is turnovers. And if you have one, you got to get it back. And if you have more than two, two or more, chances of winning in the postseason go down dramatically. 855-830-8648. Let's go to John listening to us in Atlanta. John, welcome to the program, man. What's happening? Hey, Bill. How are you today? Doing well. What's on your mind? Good. Yeah, I just wanted to get your thought on this. As far as the pessimism, here's, here's my answer. I'm from Wisconsin, so I think I have a little bit of knowledge in this area. But Wisconsinites, are a, it's a very uh, pessimistic culture right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the reality. Um, and I think that's a part of it as far as thinking the shoe's going to fall off. So that's probably 40% of the pessimism. And then the other 60% is probably the fact that in the last 10 years, I mean, we've been spoiled with a Hall of Famer. And if you look at the losses that we've had, not only the type of losses, but I look back at Gunter. Gunter against Julio Jones in an NFC championship. As right. a fan, that's a kick to the gut. You know you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the, you know, the Bostic and the McCarthy play calling in 14. That was a kick to the gut. Um, you got even in 11, one of the best, you know, offenses that the NFL have NFL seen for many years. You lose to the Giants, Castrans, you know, wrapping you up. That's kind of a kick to the gut. So you got, and then just throw in there the Bucks the last couple of years. That those are kicks to the gut. You got the the Badgers NCAA championship. Uh, Coach K robs us with help from the refs. I mean, that's a kick to the gut. So, sadly, as a Wisconsin, as a fan base, there's been a lot of kick to the guts. And when you get that for 10 years, it's almost like you you end up having a negative attitude because that's right. all you've seen for 10 solid years. In the biggest games for the states, you know, in the moments for that state, sports-wise, it's been a kick to the gut. So, But as far as this year goes, I think, I mean, I see why people look at it that way because of that experience and because of the culture. But, man, this is, this is the best team we've seen. Okay, yeah, do we want a wideout? For sure. But let's just be honest. This team's better than an 11 in 11 because I think we now have a grizzled Rodgers. This guy has been through some painful losses, and rarely, if ever, of his doing. Pretty much always the defense. Joe Capers and they're a little bit of the McCarthy. I mean, Rodgers, I think, is a different man. We know that. This year he's a different character. And, man, if, you know, those 10 years of just kicks to the gut for him as a player – you hope this is the year he just puts it all together. He looks at things differently, more mature, and just enjoy the run. Like like um, uh, the Coat Holmgren, enjoy the, enjoy the process because this is yeah. you know. So we can be pessimistic, but you're only kind of beating yourself up. Like enjoy the run. This is an awesome. This is one of the best years. I want to almost compare it to '96s, even though '96 had a lot more veterans. I mean, we based on how the NFL is right now with the defenses that aren't that great. 
this is the year to seize the moment. If if they don't, it'll just add to that pessimism. But man, enjoy enjoy the run because it's all happening in front of us. This should be the year. Right. I mean, even in the if we get to the bowl, probably Steelers. Hey, maybe Tennessee. It doesn't matter. You know, if Rogers, as, as we felt for all of Rogers' career, if Rogers is on fire, he's lightning in a bottle. That's how we got it in ten. You know. Mm-hmm. So if, if if that's happening, man, enjoy the run because this could be the year. Because it could, you know, things could change in the next couple of years. But right. as a fan, just enjoy it because this doesn't happen. You know. And then, the, and then you look at next year as far as management goes. I mean, here you are again, the number one seed in the NFC after an NFC championship run from last year. At what at what point do you then say we if our window with Rodgers is indeed closing? When do you push all the chips to the middle of the table? You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Exactly. I mean, that's why as a fan, you got to love it. you got to shoot down that, that pessimism and just enjoy what we're seeing because it is a special offense. You know? yep. And the floor, the floor has a shelf life, too, if all these guys do. McVay kind of has a little bit of a shelf life. It's not like they're going to just run the NFL like he is right now for a number of years. We thought McCarthy would, and that didn't happen. you got like a two- to three-year window where you're on top of the world. you got to yeah. seize it, and hopefully this is the year they seize it. Yep, no, no doubt. Appreciate it, John. Thanks for listening to us on the Radio.com app down there in Atlanta as well. We're going to step away, take a quick break. When we come back, he is the host of the Baseball Post Game Show. We're going to get back into this conversation because I think it's very pertinent. But Tim Allen, the host of the Baseball Post Game Show, going to be joining us, and we're going to talk with him a little bit as the pa- or the well, the Packers for the moment this week take a little bit of a backseat as we get ready for the postseason to get underway during the bye week. But uh, American Family Fields has now become more prevalent. We'll talk about the Brewers. We'll talk about the offseason. And then hopefully we got pitchers and catchers reporting very, very soon. Stay tuned. And Tim Allen is pretty much into the Packers as well. I mean, obviously he hosts the uh, the fantasy show on Sunday mornings on our flagship station out in Milwaukee. We'll talk a little football with him. But uh, Tim's going to talk some baseball with us as well. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We are broadcasting live. Our Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Gene Wagner Plumbing, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. GeneWagnerPlumbing.com for all your plumbing needs. Talking a little baseball now as we switch our sights just briefly. Over to the Milwaukee Brewers, Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show on our flagship station, 1250 AM, The Fan, joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Tim, how you been? Happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, same to you and uh, sitting around getting fat. Uh, because I find <laughs> that, you know, when I don't work, it's it's always eating. You just I'm just constantly yeah. eating. Yeah, and You I'm, can eat I'm, out of boredom and everything else. I, I, not unlike a lot of our listeners, um, extra dressing, extra barbecue sauce. It's always extra mayo. But put a little salt and butter on that, too, and that, that'll, fix you. that'll yeah. fix you right up. But, yeah. At least make yeah, you feel better. It's just a little calm before the brewer <laughs> storm, I think, is, is what's going on. Because well, that's just it. silent. Uh, that's just it. It's, it's, it's really quiet. Uh, there's not a lot going on. And in addition to that, um, you know, I mean, let me ask you this, uh, first and foremost, the biggest announcement that came out of Miller Park was the fact that uh, Miller Park is no longer Miller Park. It is now American Family Fields, um, so, or American Family Field in Milwaukee. So let me ask you this, um, does it bother you? 
It's going to take some getting used to. And I, I just think some things are sacred in in not only life, but, but also in business, too. And it's just it, – and everyone's going to say, well, it's, it's business. It's just business. And, you you know, you would do the same thing. Hey, sometimes just set that aside just, just because – just because. How about that? Because you want it to be Miller Park forever. And then right. it's, you know, then it dips into the business world and we're supposed to be okay with that. There's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we eventually will get used to it. There's a seven-year-old, six-year-old kid running around right now that that's all he's going to know is American Family Field. Right. I See, here's the thing. And, and people get mad at the brewers and how dare that. You look, Miller didn't want it. Harley's pulling out of Summerfest. Miller's pulling out of, of Miller Park. I, I get it. It's it's a financial decision. And somebody else stepped up and said, hey, we'll we'll put the money forth to make your team viable for, say, the next 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it happens to be. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, yes, you kind of lose a little bit of that, quote, brewing history when you, you take Miller Park off of that. But to me, we've seen so many stadiums, so many things change over the years. It, it's, it is what it is. You're talking about a new company coming in and helping financially your team remain viable, and that's what this is all about because we talk about money in small markets and such. So I'm good with that. But this year I did not expect the Brewers to spend money. As a matter of fact, I thought they would probably cut money more than anything. And now with Darvish being dealt and such down in Chicago, it certainly looks like even the big market team that makes a ton of money that has started their marquee network and such, it looks like the Cubs are doing the exact same thing. They're saying, look, we're not going to spend either. We're going to actually cut salaries back and go through a soft rebuild. So give me your thoughts of the National League Central, the way it stands right now, and the Brewers' place in it. It's wide open. I mean, it, it is absolutely wide. What are the Cubs going to do for their pitching? I mean, they're in right? the, I think the Brewers' starting rotation might be in better shape than the Cubs' rotation is right now. When you When you look at – you know, Burns doing what he did last year, but Woody Burns, Hauser, Peralta, and Lindblom, it's the it's sort of the way it's targeted in my book a little bit. They may sign a veteran lefty or a, a veteran dude like a Brett Anderson last year, but go look at the, the, the Cubs rotation, and that's a big hit. He had uh, Darvish had been coming back to be pretty impressive, and when you throw him in there with a Hendricks, and, you know, they had Lester too, but... I mean, that, that that now pales in comparison. I shouldn't say it pales, but I would take the Brewers' rotation, and it hinges on this thing. And we all have the ifs. We all have the ifs. Every year, every team has them. If Burns is what he was last year. If Adrian Hauser takes the next step like Burns did last year, if Hauser does that this year, then look out. I mean, they've got a one, two, three punch right there that could be Really good, and of course they're all really young too, but St. Louis is there. Cincinnati is starting to make a few moves and, and dropping some pay as well. It, it, I hate to say, Bill, that it always comes down to money, but in, in this particular year, how quiet it's been, it, it kind of does come down to money, and everyone's waiting this thing out. Hell, Eric Thames, where did he – he went to Japan – for a million dollars, Bill. Right. Um, one million. That's it. I mean, you probably could have offered him 800000 here in Milwaukee and offered him an incentive-laden deal. He wasn't that bad at first base defensively. He wasn't good, but he wasn't really bad. He was bad in the outfield when they played him there. But that's, that's where this has come to, and that's why us fans, this more than any other year, we have to consider – the money part of it. 
because we always point to the owners and they've got, you know, 200 and 300 and 400 million dollar profit if they're going to sell the team right now from what they what they bought it from. We have to have a little understanding to get through this thing. Everybody took a hit. We did. In, in this industry, everybody working did in their industry. Baseball did for sure in theirs. I, uh, when I talk about the monetary aspect of this for the Milwaukee Brewers, I like I said, I didn't expect them to spend money. But there's money coming out the books. I mean, as of right now, Ryan Braun's coming off. You've got some other some other minor money that's come off, but you got a little bit of a chunk there. Do you expect them to spend that or sit on that and wait for next year to finally go ahead and, and spend that? Yeah, they're sitting on it. They're they're not going to spend much of anything. Uh, they're just not. And and you know what? I guess in a way, I don't blame them. I'm so starved for a World Series ring, Bill. And I yeah. think everybody within the sound of our voices knows that about me. That. You know, I, I want that more than a lot of things in life, for sure. But, again, this year, it's not going to surprise me if their payroll is in the 50s. It literally is in the 50s. And they're going to lean on these younger dudes and and the uh, pre-arbitration guys of, of Luis Urias and a, and a Tyrone Taylor and, and some of these guys to play prevalent roles in this. I mean... When you look at the look, look at the infield, look at the starting lineup. If they don't make any more moves, I think they have one of the best outfields in all of baseball. The way it's configured this year, second year of a two-year deal with uh, Avasail Garcia. So you throw him in there with Yelich and Kane. That is pretty formidable. I mean, that is that is rock right. solid. However, around the infield, especially on the left side, is Luis Urias going to be an everyday third baseman? With RC at short, Keston at second, Vogelbach at first, right. and Narvaez behind the dish. Yeah, I. They have really not given us a solid third and a solid first base. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean the the, yep. the power corners have been. I'm not going to say neglected. They've tried to catch lightning in a bottle. It just hasn't worked out. And when you're, t- I mean, I agree with you. Getting Lorenzo Cain back, having that outfield solid the way it is, I think it's great. Having all this uh, choice, if you will, when it comes to the catching position, great. The, up the middle, you're pretty solid. But your corners, your power corners, your consistency in corners, it just hasn't been there. And, again, you're back to hope. We hope they pan out. We hope that somebody settles in. We hope that – and this sounds a lot like the year that we went in to, uh, to the season, the last season of Ron Ranicki where everything looked good on paper, and we hoped this happened, but it just didn't. It was a lot of, we'll try this, and then it just none of it worked out. And that's kind of a tough way to go into the season. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it is. And that was back in, in 15. And and since Craig Council, here's, the, here's the, the good part of this, the bright spot. When, when Craig Council took over in, in uh, May of 15, uh, since then he's been a smattering of you know, 20 games over – over 500 or so. However, if you look at the last three years, and here's where here's where you can get the team into a competitive situation if you are going to take a financial step back and just just wait this thing out one more time, wait it out one more time. This is the optimistic side of me. Last three years for Craig Council and the Brewers: 300 wins and 247 losses, 53 games over 500. And all three of those years' playoff appearances. That is a bright side of things. Mm-hmm. Again, that's Craig Council taking what he has and, 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 and making them better. I mean, however, 
if you do this, then we'll go to the other extreme. Let's let's roll the clock uh, clock back to the first series of last year. This cannot happen again, Bill. Pandemic schmandemic. Right. It can't happen again. In that first series against the Chicago Cubs, your top three hitters, the leadoff hitter Sogard was one for ten. Yelich was one for thirteen. Keston Hero was one for twelve. A combined three for thirty-five for your top three players in three right. games. You can't start off like that. In fact, Yelich went on for a one for twenty-seven skid to start the year with twelve Ks. I mean, you, you and, just, and, and it lingered. Yeah, I was going to say it lingered. And that's why you can't start it out that way. When you are running on fumes here financially, because that's what they are. And, I, and I'm not saying they're exclusive to that department, but you, you can't start out that way. You just you have to get out and Craig Council will figure it out. The bullpen. That's where I have a few question marks. You've got yep. Devin Williams and Josh Hader. It's been amazing. It's just truly been amazing. These guys are studs, and everybody knows it, and they're, they're getting their credit around the league. But then you have Brent Suter, and then you have a J.P. Fireisen and a Ray Black and a Drew Rasmussen, who Rasmussen I really, really like. But you're going to have – that's where they're going to have to piecemeal something in there, a veteran kind of reliever and catch a year from him. Bring Matt Albers out of retirement, for crying out loud. Get somebody with a name <laughs> out there. But th- there you went one extreme to the other. Council, great in his last three years. We have to give him credit. Offensively, don't start out like you did in 2020. Yep, no doubt. Tim, always good to chat with you, my friend, and uh, we will uh, talk soon as uh, obviously hope, hopefully pitchers and catchers report sooner rather than later, and then we'll get back at it. Uh, stay well, man, and uh, start start working out. No, no doubt. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay, talk to you soon. Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844 prior to go to schneiderjobs.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers got through the Bears game apparently without any new serious injuries. On defense, linebackers Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin left the game but returned later on. So did nickelback Shannon Sullivan and defensive tackle Tyler Lancaster. On offense with David Bakhtiari out for the season with a torn ACL. Aaron Rodgers talked about how the Packers' offensive tackles, Billy Turner and Rick Wagner, did against the Bears. If you look at our two tackles, Billy, who started most games in right guard for us last year, uh, and Rick, who wasn't with us, and who's been, you know, battling uh, some knee stuff, I uh, couldn't be more thankful to proud uh, of the way those guys played, played, especially Rick, you know, banged up, comes back, just a just a pro's pro, very steady guy. Now, last week, Rick Wagner was carted off the field with a knee injury against the Titans, but still managed to play on Sunday in Chicago. Matt LaFleur. That guy is as tough as they come. He took a vicious shot early in that game that when Aaron got hit, and he, he was able to battle and, and stay in. And I think this bye week will really do a guy like him a lot of good. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Hey, Randy 
or not, uh, the new year is here, and uh, why not make it a new year and a new you? Uh, call our friends over at New Mel Medical. They've got numerous locations. One phone number, 414-455-4451. Whether it's low T for better energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina. ED treatments without all the side effects. Or if you just want to jumpstart the all-in-one weight loss program, great way to do it. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451 for the New Mel Medical Center. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay on the fan. Eric, how you doing? man what's going on good um i just want to talk about robert tunyon and his tight end play this year yeah you bet it's been outstanding and we finally got a tight end since uh um the tight end that i can't remember the name that we had last jermichael finley was uh, probably the last really good tight end the packers had yep I agree. As with far that. as being an all-around guy, I mean, now obviously Mercedes Lewis is a blocker, and Tunyon's become a, a really solid receiver, and they've got a good cast there, no doubt. Yep, and uh, the Packers' run game's been solid. Been extremely solid. You are correct. And uh, wide rear wide receiver that Robert that Valdez Scantley's been good. He's been good. His biggest thing has been, um, you know, at times he's had lacks of uh, communication or not communication, concentration when he's had some drops. But beyond that, he's been a guy that's been, as he was built, a very fast downfield guy. He's a good blocker, and he just needs to catch the ball more consistently. That's all. Appreciate the phone call. Good stuff. When we come back, I'm here for the Packers head coach, Matt LaFleur, as he gets his team ready for the bye week. That's coming up. Stay tuned for that. Also, uh, we got the football frenzy coming up at the bottom of the next hour. About an hour and five minutes from now, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. And don't forget, coming up, beginning of the last hour of the program, Donald Driver, four-time Pro Bowl wide receiver, Super Bowl champion for the Packers. He's going to take us back a decade, talk about that Super Bowl run, and look at the team this year and the way Aaron Rodgers is playing as well. Stay tuned for all of that as the Bill Michaels Show continues right after this. Wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.